Hey everybody, this is Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter, the Town Hall VIP podcast that brings you me, Kurt Schlichter, undiluted, uncensored, and totally unredacted. Let's wade right into it, shall we? I want to read a little tweet that I just saw and I'm really interested in. It's by Bette Midler, who... who who is the wind beneath my ass, um, she writes, it looks like Pelosi will be president. I want you to roll that around in your head for a little bit. Just just kind of let go. And uh, what the hell? Oh, wait. I think this is the latest insanity because apparently... Uh, whatever insanity is like the latest bombshell against Donald Trump uh, is also against Mike Pence, you know, the guy who's trying to make Handmaid's Tale a reality. Uh, and of course, if he made Handmaid's Tale a reality, reality would be poorly written uh, oppression fiction uh, targeted at uh, frigid upper middle class college girls. So... That would be the reality. In any case, apparently whatever Trump's going to get thrown out because there's going to be 20 Republicans who are like, oh, my gosh, whatever Rachel Maddow found and put up on the wall uh, with post-it notes and uh, yarn connections uh, has has convinced us to commit political suicide by tossing Trump out. And then we're going to do the same thing to Mike Pence because, of course, we are. That makes sense. What a good plan. Um, Bet you're not smart. Not smart's kind of like a theme with our our liberal friends. Uh, the one of the one of the conceits of uh, modern liberalism, or at least kind of the uh, gentry liberalism that we see, you know, of um, you know uh, Stephen Colbert, John Stewart kind of liberal is that, that they're smart, they're clever, they're cunning, they they you know they're just smart and you're dumb. Like I said, that's the premise. You know, you know, you watch a Colbert show and it's, aha, here's how smart we are. You're just dumb. Um, you know, look at Maddow. She's super smart. You're dumb. It kind of came to a head this week with the uh, Space Force. Space Force has uniforms. It's a military service. It has uniforms. And what they did is they adopted the Air Force uniform. The Air Force uniform is a uh, kind of a green and black combat uniform. It's very similar to the Army uniform. And so it's a Space Force uniform. And, of course, somebody said, oh, well, if they're in space, why are they going to need camouflage? And that's kind of like a, <laughs> okay, vaguely amusing. All right, you know. Like a third-tier stand-up comedy joke. What's the deal with airline food, right? Am I right? Yeah, and you and you kind of move on, right? Okay, all right. It, it, you know, it's okay. Pseudo funny observation. It's kind of a B joke, you know, because I did stand-up. You got A material, you got B material, you got C material. That's B material. It's a one-off. You don't want to make a thing out of it. And, of course, they made a thing out of it because they thought this was amazingly clever, and 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 it and it showed more than just a wacky take on something that you know by by bringing up the camouflage issue they were going to blow the lid of how essentially stupid those dumb army people were well space army people 
And they went on and on on Twitter. And, and, and folks who would normally go, ah, what a clever observation. Next. We're like, all right, just stop. So you, you, had the, you had the problem of people on Twitter literally explaining to these people how, how uniform procurement works. How the military actually spends years and a lot of money figuring out the right camouflage uniform. And, you know, it was just cheaper to take the Air Force one because here's a little message. Nobody from the Space Force is actually in space. And if they are in space, they're probably not going to be wearing cotton. But this was like super class. This was the quintessential liberal showing you how you're they're smart and everybody else is dumb. And they thought this was, you know, great evidence of that. This was this was a mind-blowing insight that really demonstrated how bright they are. And they're not. They're idiots. They're always idiots. And so you get back to people like Bette Midler. And she probably thinks she's like a genius. She's got it all mapped out. I'm going to go from this post-it note that says Les Parnass. I'm going to string this purple, purple yarn across the wall over to, you know... Rudy Giuliani and the next string I'm going to take and it's going to go to Mike Pence and, you know, the circle is complete, even though it's kind of more like a triangle, not really a circle. Can they ever get tired of being freaking idiots? I mean, really, I, I would get I would get tired of being so damn stupid. After bombshell after bombshell, everything's a bombshell. After bombshell after bombshell after bombshell and none of them go off. Wouldn't you say, gosh, Maybe I'm making a mistake. Maybe Michael Cohen, right, isn't going to get Donald Trump. Maybe Michael Avenatti's not going to get Trump. And maybe Stormy Daniels isn't going to get Trump. And maybe, you know, this anonymous report in the New York Times isn't going to get Trump. And this anonymous report in the Washington Post isn't going to get Trump. But they don't. They're like Lucy and the football constantly, constantly kicking. And having the football removed. Now, this Lev Parnas guy, who looks like, you know, Slavic thug uh, from Central Casting. Send me a, I, I need a Slavic thug. Okay, Lev, that's you. Go on, uh, go on an audition. He's already walking back. Whatever weird revelations he... And I'm not even sure what his revelations are. Yeah, I knew Rudy Giuliani. Okay, all right. Yeah, um, I was taking notes in English um, at the Waldorf Astoria... On things like, hey, you know, let's talk to Rudy Giuliani. Okay, all right, what's the crime? Well, it's pretty obvious. Well, okay, what is it? Shut up, Putin's pet. Why do you fall for this stuff? It's just, never, it's not going to be a thing. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to start the impeachment thing Tuesday the 21st. Warren and Sanders and Klobuchar are going to be, you know, shifting uncomfortably in their seats. Wishing they were in Iowa with Pete Buttigieg and gropey Joe Biden, father of Hoover Biden, the Snorchinet son. And it's going to go on for a little while. And so you're going to get dismissed or they're they're just going to vote down. And I don't think we're going to see witnesses because I think if, uh, you know, if they if they bring in more witnesses because the House, you know, didn't provide a compelling case. Uh, we're going to see Republicans bring in witnesses. It'll be really hard for even the softest Republican. I'm talking to you, Mitt, to say, well, I I think we need to hear from John Bolton, but I don't think we need to hear from anybody the Republicans wish to put up. Yeah, that's that's going to be hard even for a gimp like Mitt. Uh, maybe Murkowski. 
I don't think Stu, Steve, I don't think Susan Collins will buy it. And you know this argument. Well, Hunter Biden has nothing to say about this. Well, you know, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. If he doesn't have anything to say about it, it won't affect the the final outcome. And if he does, well, then he does. But of course, the final outcome is preordained because 20 Republicans are not going to commit ritual suicide to throw Donald Trump out of office. It's not going to happen. It will never happen. The end is preordained. And the end's going to be more humiliation for the Dems. I mean, was there anything more humiliating than this, this march of the idiots? You know, across the Capitol. Do, dee, do, dee, do, dee, do. Somebody like did it to the Oompa Loompa song, which I think was appropriate because Jerry Nadler, frankly, is an Oompa Loompa. I mean, he's a second tier Oompa Loompa. He's more like just a, a Loompa. But, uh, you know, these mutants walking across with this thing, like like they're bringing tea, you know, the butler's bringing tea. It was bizarre and stupid. And if I were Mitch, I would have sent an intern out to get, hey, hey, Jimmy. Go out and get whatever she's bringing. And then just kind of like put it on the shelf. Just, you know. I see no reason to pretend we should respect this process. It's a joke. It's a scam. Screw them. Screw them! I ain't gonna do it. Okay. So what else do we got? Got Academy Awards. Academy Awards are interesting. Uh, there's lots of complaints about stuff. I think the big complaint is Adam Sandler didn't get nominated for Uncut Gems. Uh, and, and, you know, and I haven't seen it yet, but apparently this is just a tremendous performance. And instead that they got like the usual suspects, they didn't get him. And, uh, I think part of it might be because he's known to be conservative, just saying, throwing it out there, throwing it out there, not making accusations, but I'm totally making accusations. What's up for best picture 1917, which I have not seen. And I don't really want to. Now, I spent a lot of last year studying World War I. I get in my kicks. I'll, I'll study Roman history. I'll study Mongol history. I'll study World War I. And I spent a lot of time on World War I last year learning about it. And I think it's some very interesting, interesting stuff if you're like me and you write novels that involve military stuff and political stuff. And, uh, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but uh, I, I just I have no desire to see it. World War I was a horrible butcher's, barn, uh, <laughs> butcher's yard of uh, muck and killing, and I, I, you know, I don't want to dwell in it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to disrespect the guys who fought. I have great respect for them. I just don't particularly want to spend two hours of my life in the middle of that. So, there's that. Um, Joker is up, and I think Joker was one of the most uh, distinctive movies I've ever seen. I've never seen a movie like Joker. Uh, I'm glad I saw Joker. I have no plans to ever see Joker again. Um, I think it was, um, a movie like none other I've ever seen. I think it was very, very well made. Uh, it certainly got, it certainly got us talking. And, um, you know, I think there is, I think Joker's a good warning for those of us who are woke. Because right now, you know, my, my philosophy is buy guns and ammunition and burn it all down. Uh, because our ruling caste has been so completely useless. Uh, but when I say burn it all down, I'm talking about electing people, using the processes in place with our Constitution, uh, who are not going to be part of the ruling caste and who are going to read 
you know, direct our government in the correct direction. And I think individuals need to buy guns and ammunition because individual Americans need to be a backstop to tyranny. And we have seen tyranny um, as a goal, frankly, for a lot of people. Look at Beto. I will take your guns. Well, you know, if you're going to declare war on the American people, that's, that's a bad idea. You shouldn't do that. That's, that's poor thinking. Um, Joker talks about someone who is so outraged by the system, he just wants to not redirect it into something positive and, and and what it was meant to be that is if you you know look at the constitution he just wants to destroy everything that's a very very different that's nihilism right what we're talking about is idealism we want to return to the ideal joker's about nihilism and nihilism is dangerous and people can become confused if you you if you get upset about the status quo You've got two choices. You can either work to change it to what it should be, or you can work to change it to nothing. Because you prefer nothing to the present. So I think in that way, uh, Joker is a is a warning, and I think people should take it very seriously. And it's a, I think it's an important movie. Uh, what else? A marriage story with uh, Adam Driver and uh, Scarlett Johansson. I can't think of a more nightmarish way to spend my time than to watch those two argue, you know, over, you know, her credit card spending or, you know, his whatever. You want to help with our housework? It's just not, no. I've had enough problems with Adam Driver anyway. Even though he's a Marine, I'll give him that. And um, I just, it's just not interested. I just, no. Uh, what else we got? The Irishman, which was terrible. Uh, like three and a half hours, and it was pointless. And um, a lot of people complained because uh, they tried to make Robert De Niro look younger. They de-aged him. And I never noticed when they were doing it. I never noticed when he was de-aged because he always looked the same to me. He always moved like an old man, tied like an old man. He looked like an old man. The de-aging did not work. And frankly, they didn't spend any time on the most interesting parts of his stuff. It was, you know, he, he was like a hitman. Well, let's go see him be a hitman. No. No, we got to have some family stuff. And he's got to have some relationship stuff with uh, Al Pacino as uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Let's let's do that. And it just went on and on. And like the last 40 minutes, he's in an old age home. And he's sad because he's wasted his life. I get it. I don't think I needed to spend 40 minutes getting the fact that his life was garbage beaten into me. Just not interested. Uh, I understand, you know, look, uh, uh, oh, there's my, hey, hey, you dog, stop barking. See, life happens here on Under That with Kurt Schlichter. Uh, look, if I wanted to see somebody whose life was meaningless, I would, uh, you know, I talked to a staffer at the, at the Bulwark or the Weekly Standard or one of the other cruise brochures uh, about emptiness, about loneliness, about uh, sexual dysfunction and lack of satisfaction. I would talk to them. I don't need to. I don't need to see Robert De Niro. And and he's all. Here's another thing about Robert De Niro. He's like four foot tall. I love these pictures of him. He's got these like riser shoes, right? There's like six inch heels, so he can like pretend to be normal size. But he's really tiny. What's with these tiny people like him and Nadler? They're just angry. They're angry because Trump looms over them physically, and uh, in terms of potency, he's uh, he's a potent man. 
Trump is. Potent. What else is on there? Is uh, Rise of Skywalker on uh, Best Picture? I don't think it is. Uh, which is probably okay. I don't think it was a Best Picture. By the way, I did not hate it as much as I could have hated it. I could have hated it a lot more, and I did not hate it. So that was kind of a, you know, I, I, no one's more surprised than me. Trust me. Um, that I did not hate Rise of Skywalker. But, uh, you know, we'll see. But uh, anyway, what were the other nominees? I'm trying to figure this out. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. I'd love to see that. Uh, Parasite. I saw Parasite this week. What the hell is that movie? Okay, it is not a great movie. It's beautiful to look at. It's very shot very well. But I it just it, at the end, it's just a meaningless exercise. It's supposed to, it, 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 it's just a meaningless exercise and, and, and violent and stupid. And I don't get it. Um, it's supposed to be, you know, oh, it's a clash, a class clash and the poor versus the rich. And it's like, no, no, it's a bunch of scumbags, uh, doing horrible things to innocent people whose crime is not being scumbags apparently. And it's just, it's morally bankrupt and it's stupid. And frankly, it's a little bit boring. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm just not interested. So you shouldn't be interested either because it's terrible. Uh, what else is it? Jojo Rabbit about like in, Hitler is his invisible friend. Uh, uh, pass. Okay, I, I don't find that clever or interesting. So we're not gonna, we're not gonna see that. Little Women. I, I am not going to see Little Women. No, I'm not. And I know that's going to outrage, uh, you know, the feminists because I'm supposed to go see it. But I'm not interested in Little Women. Uh, I find the subject boring. And uh, that is the, the, the lives of teenage girls. Not, not, something that, uh, not something that grown men should be interested in. If you are interested in, I think you need to get some treatment. Um, Ford versus Ferrari. Now, that's a man's movie. Okay. It's about auto racing. Carroll Shelby, the guy who defined, uh, designed the uh, AC Cobra, uh, redesigned a bunch of uh, Mustangs. I'm a Mustang guy, if you must know. Um, I still dream of getting a 64 and a half Mustang, even though it's only got a 260 engine. Maybe a 65 with a two, uh, 289. Um, that would be super cool. Um, so I, I, I want to see that. I've not seen it. I want to. Once Upon a Time in America, of course. And that's a Quentin Tarantino movie, and I am, uh, I, I, I think it was too long. I think there were some really interesting parts of it. Uh, I think DiCaprio and uh, Brad Pitt and uh, what's her name, Margot Robbie, I think they were all just fine in it. I think they all did uh, a, a good job. Um, I think the end was bizarre, but crowd-pleasing. Um, was it the greatest movie of the year? Now, it's the one that's going to win because it's about Hollywood and Hollywood has always got to do uh, stuff about itself. It's the most self-referential industry I've ever met or encountered. And uh, um, I'm thinking I'm thinking it's going to win. I don't know if it should. Uh, but more importantly, I just don't care. I, I just don't care about the Academy Awards. Are you going to watch the Academy Awards? I haven't. I haven't in years. I have not watched it in years. Just because 
A, it goes on forever, and B, it's full of a bunch of communists trying to tell me how things are, and I don't need that, a la, you know, Bette Midler, who you know, thinks Pelosi's going to be president because, I guess, Maddow told her or something. Good Lord. I'm just, I don't even know where to go with that. I, I, I have no idea. Um, so, what else you got? Well, I, uh, I got a little, uh, I wouldn't say a lot of controversy, but I got some controversy over my Town Hall VIP article from last week, Wednesday, on royalty. Uh, as you know, Prince, is it Harry? I don't know which prince it is. It's one of the princes and Meghan Merkel or or uh, uh, Merkin or whatever the hell her name was. Yeah, Megan Merkin. That's it. Um, they've like quit being royal, but they still want to be royal. And they want money, but they don't want to work or do royal things, which is, I guess, why they get money. I don't know really what it is. And uh, moreover, I don't care because royalty is stupid. It's a stupid concept. It's for stupid people. And people should not do it. Now, especially Americans. Now, if the Brits want to do the royal thing, again, their country, their thing, not going to tell other people how to live. Wouldn't expect them to tell me how to live. But Americans who suck up to the idea of royalty, okay, and I, it's sad that I have to repeat this, but I, I apparently do. People are not special because they're part of a particular family. Nobody's better than you from birth. Okay, all American citizens are equal. We don't have royalty, and royalty doesn't exist. Royalty is just kind of stupid. It's not a real thing. And all these uh, saps who buy up the supermarket tabloids and People magazine and In Touch magazine and all the other things that, you know, torment you when you're trying to buy your beer at the Ralph's, um, you're just foolish. It's just bizarre. And I don't understand why grown men and women do this. It's just dumb. But they do. Anyway, I wrote the article about it. I got some, you know, a little bit of, I wouldn't say a lot of feedback. I got a lot of people who liked it. A lot of people write me after my town hall VIPs. And uh, since you're listening to this, I'm going to give you my super secret email. You can write me too. Talk about a topic you want. It's kurt.schlichter at townhall.com. There's my super secret email, kurt.schlichter at townhall.com. I do read everything I find. Uh, I try and respond to everything, but sometimes I'll like read it and I'll be like, okay, I want, I want to come back to this. And by the time I come back to it, it's just like I've forgotten about it and I didn't get back to it. So that's kind of a nightmare. So, but anyway, if you, if you send me an email. Uh, maybe uh, you know. Maybe I will read it on my next unredacted with Kurt Schlichter, because we are, you know, I think it's a thing that we could do. And uh, gosh, I just, you know, it's weird. Sometimes you have so much stuff you can talk about that you're just not sure which to go with. What what do I want to go with? Do I want to go with? Oh, I don't know, Virginia. Now, by the time you hear this, whatever's going to happen Monday at the rally in Virginia is going to happen. And uh, frankly, a bunch of freaking idiots are helping the liberals by showing up there. Um, apparently, a bunch of racist dummies have decided that they are going to infiltrate this. Where this is about normal people coming to rally and lobby 
uh, uh, their elected representatives. This is good and proper, and there's going to be a lot of them because, uh, you know, the Second Amendment is under attack. Uh, and apparently a bunch of uh, uh, jerky freaks are going to show up. Apparently uh, Alex Jones is going to show up and some freaking Nazi is going to show up. And you know the hell with these sons of bitches. They're garbage. And we don't want to be associated with them. But, you know, they got to get their attention. And the liberals love this because the liberals can go, well, it's a white nationalist rally, me, 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 me. You pieces of crap. What they desperately want to do is shut normal people up. And one of the ways to do it is to falsely link normal people with radical scumbags. And that's exactly what they're going to do. So I'm, I'm hoping that nothing bad happens tomorrow because I'm doing this Sunday the 19th. Uh, and by the time this gets posted, hopefully it will have gone off and people have had a chance to make their uh, views known and they will have done so without any kind of idiocy. But look, don't fool yourself. The Democrats would love idiocy. And the idiots would love idiocy. The only people who don't want idiocy are the only people who are going to get blamed for it, if it happens. So, you know, my prediction is it'll come off fine. Good to go. But I, I, I very much hope that the idiots do not get a chance to uh, essentially tar normal people with their garbage. Um, Puerto Rico. Remember how Donald Trump was all uh, wrong about Puerto Rico? You know, how he didn't care. It's uh, it's really cool. Um, he he you know he was abusing those poor people in Puerto Rico who were uh, you know suffering because of a terrible storm. Uh, I'm I'm looking at an article right now about uh, Puerto Rico residents discovering warehouse full of unused aid from Hurricane Maria. You know, have you noticed a theme? And the theme is Donald Trump's the worst guy ever because he does X Y and Z. And then inevitably, down the road, we figure out that Donald Trump has not done X, Y, Z, but the Democrats, and Democrats kind of run Puerto Rico, have done X, Y, Z. Have you noticed that? Have you, have you got that? Because it's all a lie and a scam, folks. It's all a lie and a scam. So anyway, okay. We cover a bunch of subjects. I've just kind of rambled today, but this is always a stream of consciousness. This is me for a half hour just talking about if things are interesting to me right now at the very moment that I'm writing it or talking it or saying it, speaking it. Uh, and speaking of writing, uh, you guys probably want to go out and get my, uh, my novels, People's Republic, Indian Country, Wildfire, and Collapse, which is the newest one. They are still selling like hotcakes. People keep buying them. Remember, these are books that Bill Crystal said uh, were appalling. So you're going to want to take his advice and do exactly the opposite of it. Um, I'm also writing a new book for Regnery. Today I am doing another sweep of it. Uh, I have the uh, I have it uh, uh, in a, a draft, not a final draft, but I'm going through the draft, adding a few things, fixing a few things. Uh, it's very interesting. It's uh, it relates to uh, uh, Trump and uh, what's going on with him right now and what's going on with you. Uh, because I think the, same, the things are tied together. I, I have always said, and I say in the book again, Donald Trump 
is not the point. He is an avatar of your dissatisfaction with our current government and our current establishment and our current elite. And you are not jokers. You do not want to burn it all down and replace it with nothing. What you want to do is you want to have a controlled burn of the waste, detritus, flotsam, and jetsam that is clogging our system. So anyway, that's uh, that's where we're at. So that book will be coming out. I'll tell you more about it. In the meantime, check out Collapse. Good book. People like it. People are digging it. Lots of action. Lots of humor. Lots of fun. Sometimes, you know, if you're fans of it, and you're interested, drop, like I said, drop me a line. Tell me what you want to hear on this. Kurt.Schlichter at townhall.com. And uh, maybe I'll tell you a little about the process of writing these novels. Because, you know, talking about writing interests me, but I'm like always terrified that people are going to go, ah, fast forward. I don't want to hear Kurt talk about this. Talk about the Ahoy Gang. Talk about the sexless losers who work for the bulwark. Yeah, I, I can do that. I, I do that and collapse. <laughs> Anyway, that's it for me, Kurt Schlichter. This is Unredacted here on Town Hall VIP. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you again next week.